Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with TRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at drf.com bet. That's winning at drf.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita. Come out and watch and wager at iconic Santa Anita Park. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 for reservations. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cow bred. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
And welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm Bob Ike. I'll be joined by John Lindo in just one minute. Uh, Santa Anita scheduled to run nine races today. We did get some rain this morning. Have not had an update yet from Santa Anita whether they will run their card or at least come off the turf with some of these races. So we hope to be able to bring you that information during our hour show here today. Scheduled for a noon post race, including four turf races at Santa Anita. The rain started, I would say, about 6 a.m., never got real heavy, and it seems to be maybe clearing out by now on an overcast Saturday morning. At Gulfstream Park today, 11 races on tap, 9, 10 a.m. Pacific post time, including four stakes races. Oaklawn Park has 10 today. They are fast and sunny and 8 at the gate up at Golden Gate with a 12.45 post time. Let's bring in the regular co-host, John Lindo. Good morning, John. How are you? Uh, Good morning, Bob. I'm doing fine. We just started getting a little rain down here in Carlsbad about about 8 o'clock or so this morning, but... I understand there was, uh, you know, rain earlier up in the Arcadia area. You're in Monrovia now, and, uh, you know, I checked in with the guys. I, I usually check in, and the rain is supposed to kind of dissipate here as we get toward noontime. Um, I'm still waiting to hear any update as, as to what we're going to do as far as racing the day, whether we're going to be off the grass. I'm going to assume if we race today that the Joe Hernandez coming down the hill, race one on the card, will probably end up at the very least on the flat tour course, but... Like I say, as, as we'll be checking these things as we go through the show today, and we'll try and get the updates to the people while we're on the air. Right. They put the Joe Hernandez as the first on the card. I think earlier in the week it seemed like the rain might be coming later in the day, so made sense to try to get that one in. But uh, like you said, John, at the very least, I do not see them running down the hillside course uh, for that race. And then the third is the Robert Frankel, a mile and an eighth on the turf. You would think they would want to keep that on with a six-horse field and then a couple uh, maiden turf races in five and eight later on in the card. So it's in flux. Uh, I was in contact with Nate Newby yesterday from Santa Anita, and there is a policy in place, John. It's the CHRB inclement weather policy, and you need the unanimous consent of four bodies here uh, in California if you're going to race over a sealed or floated racetrack. And those four groups are the track superintendent, uh, track management slash GM, the Jockeys Guild, and the stewards slash CHRB. You need unanimous consent to run. So, again, we're going to try to update. Uh, but as of now, we have not heard anything, John. And uh, you mentioned LASIK shots uh, for the second race. Got to be four hours in front of post time, right? Yeah, that's kind of one. I thought we'd have an announcement. Race one today is a stakes race where there's no LASIKs allowed. So race two would be the first race with horses racing on LASIKs. And in California, the LASIK shots have to be given four hours before they run. So the second race today, post time around 1230, it makes an 830 a.m. deadline for the LASIK shots for the second race. So I would have thought a decision would be made on whether we race or not by then, but we have not heard any official announcement yet. And you really don't want to give the LASIK shots to the horses if you don't have to because it's a diuretic. It'll, it'll take some of the liquid out of their system, and it just puts them behind if they want to try and run on a different day if they can't run today. So there are ramifications on the timing of the decision, not only for today, but those horses that they want to run back. Let's say, let's say they cancel today and they, they put these races back on 
and, and, you know, even uh, as far as soon as this coming Friday, well, that may be too soon for these horses to run back. Right. Well, let's go on with the show, assuming they are running. And until we hear different, John, uh, we will just continue with our normal schedule here and our normal handicappers and have them handicap races as we go. So let's let's start, though, John, with uh, a recap of opening day, which was on Tuesday. And Tuesday's the toughest day to open traditionally as far as attendance goes. But I think Santa Anita had to be very happy with 37,000 on track. I was not there by all accounts. It looked very crowded to me, John. Yeah, and uh, total handle on a Tuesday, 18.3 million. That's the highest total handle ever on an opening day Tuesday. So the numbers were good there. And it was good racing and some really close racing. So I think altogether they, they got off to a good start at Santa Anita on Tuesday. And let's talk about a couple of the grade one features. Uh, the Malibu, Speedboat Beach, a horse who was last seen in the Breeders' Cup Sprint. He turned away his stablemate, Hajazi, as Bob Baffert ran 1-2. And I thought this horse really showed a lot of determination. It seemed like Flavian Pratt fit him absolutely perfectly. And we know Speedboat Beach is very quick early, and uh, he made the lead, and his stablemate, Hajazi, was, was on his outside all the way. And turning for home, Hajazi kind of loomed up like, oh, maybe this horse is going to get by Speedboat Beach today. But uh, Flavian Pratt had something left. Speedboat Beach rebroke at the top of the lane, won by a length and a half. Hajazi was a clear second. And I think the one thing to take note of this, the, the horses that were shipping in from the East Coast, horses like Giant Mischief, who was third, and Damon's Mount and Ray's Kane, these are all horses that had to van to Santa Anita because there was a moratorium on uh, FedEx shipping horses during December because of all the Christmas packages that have to be delivered. So those horses had to come via van. So they get here, let's say, a week before the race, and then we had that weather going into opening day where the track was closed, basically no works and very limited jobs and gals for four days. So I don't think those shippers got the best of it. You might want to keep an eye on those horses that were up the track uh, from the Malibu when they return to their other venues and get a little time to train uh, you know, the right way into the races. And then in the La, La Brea, John, uh, a couple cowbreds put on a heck of a show with Daddy's Ruby getting the narrowest of wins. Yeah, the two cowbreds, Daddy's Ruby and Big Pond. Daddy's Ruby was on the lead every step of the way, and uh, it looked like she was going to get there, and then Big Pond ranged up, and, and I thought in the last 16th of a mile, Frankie DeTore on Big Pond had Daddy's Ruby, but Daddy's Ruby got the ultimate head bob, dropped her head right on the wire, and, and won by a nose, and that's that's being generous. I don't even know if there was a slip of paper between these two, but Daddy's Ruby got the job done. Big Pond second, uh, clearly in Hidge ran third. Uh, the two fillies, the Cowbreds, both grade one uh, quality horses, obviously. Uh, a grade one winner now for Daddy's Ruby, Big Pond by the Legacy Ranch Stallion, Mr. Big, a tough beat for second, but uh, terrific performances by both. Well, it's our last show of 2023, John, so uh, let's take a minute here and sort of talk about highlights and lowlights of the year, and I think one of them for me that's at the top of the list, I know for you as well, is the training job Bill Mott did with uh, repeat Breeders' Cup winners in Cody's Wish and Elite Power. You know, there really wasn't the marquee horse this year like Flightline, you know, before. So, yeah, I thought the job from January to December that Bill Mott did with his horses all year round was just unbelievable. And to get two repeat Breeders' Cup winners uh, to stay in good form all year long, Cody Swish came back and won the Breeders' Cup mile for the second straight year. 
and I thought Elite Power was absolutely fantastic winning the Breeders' Cup Sprint for the second year in a row. You're going to a different venue. They were at Keeneland the year before. But to, to manage those careers, he also won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies with just FYI. So three Breeders' Cup winners for trainer Bill Mott. I thought he was the highlight of the year, and I know he's not going to have as much uh, you know, purse earnings as some of the other trainers with the big barns like Chad Brown. But if, if uh, Bill Mott does not win an Eclipse Award for, for top trainer in uh, 2023, I think the people that are voting are missing the boat. They're just not watching because uh, he did the most with what he had, and uh, to carry it throughout the year is just fantastic. Yeah, 100% agree, John. He he should win uh, the Eclipse as the top trainer. Let's talk about some lowlights, and unfortunately, uh, it seemed like we talked about that a lot this year, and HISA was at the forefront of that, John, uh, the rule enforcement rollout, uh, the problems along the way. So uh, just kind of bring us up to speed on that. Right. You know, the rollout of the rules enforcement uh, began in May, and we saw immediate problems as far as uh, due process, trainers being suspended and then unsuspended, uh, the rules changing as we went along different levels. We're finding out that some of the labs did not test at the same level as other labs, giving inconsistent results. Uh, it's, it's been a problem. Uh, you know, I, I, I respect what they're trying to do, but maybe you get some of the things, these things right before you start. Uh, and it's affecting horsemen and their careers. So that was negative. Obviously, the word coming out in 2023 that Golden Gate will be closing in June of next year. It's put a lot of horsemen in Northern California in a quandary. Is what, what are they going to do? There, a lot of those horses won't fit in Southern California. Uh, you know, we've had uh, Arizona in flux as far as whether they're going to race. Will they go to Washington? Uh, so I, a lot of problems for that whole circuit, and it affects everything from the California breeding industry, the horsemen, and the horse population. And it just, it's going to have a major effect as we roll through this year. So we'll see what takes place as that goes on. And the other thing for us, Bob, the horse players, I, I think the uh, computer-assisted wagering has gotten more and more prevalent. It's changed the way we are forced to play races. I know you no longer will make win bets in, in California right now until this gets resolved because we're betting based on value. And if we don't know what price we're going to get when the gates open, you can't bet based on value. So these are all things that are rearing their heads, and, and there are no quick fixes. I would just like to see things moving in, the, in a better direction. One other thing, John, uh, and it's a, a sad note, a great history uh, up at Golden Gate. We're losing that track. Uh, they got a little bit of a reprieve, at least from December through June, and, and we'll race through June. But uh, it's a historic track. It's, it's needed in our state, and it's going by the wayside. Exactly. Yeah, there's, a, again, a long tradition up there and uh, some terrific horses and horsemen have been up in Northern California. It's been their home for, for decades. But like I say, the, the long-term you know, effects not uh, Southern California, our breeders going to keep breeding in California. We see a significant percentage of the horses that compete to fill cards at Santa Anita are cowbreds. We need those. But if you don't have one good enough to compete in Southern California, what do you do with them? So uh, there's a lot of decisions that have to be made. Uh, Steve, Artis uh, Steve Anderson wrote a great article in the California uh, Stallion section on opening day at Santa Anita about a lot of decisions about some of the prominent breeders in, Southern, in California 
cutting back on the number of mares bred. And, and you know, again, long term, that's going to have a big effect. Well, John, let's turn our attention to today and, and handicapping some of these races. And, and really, you know, on paper, one of the best gambling races on the card is the first today. The Joe Hernandez scheduled to come down the hill. Again, we don't know whether it will or not. Uh, but on paper, John, this is an outstanding race. You want to go ahead and, and preview it a little bit and assume it's going to stay on the grass? Yeah, let's assume it stays on the grass. It'll probably end up on the flat course if it does. But either way... It really is top to bottom a terrific race. And a horse I'm looking forward to improve today would be number six. I'm a gambler. This is a horse that added blinkers last time, and he was right on top of a really fast pace, 21-1-43-1 coming down the hill. And I just don't think that uh, that was what he wants to do. He flattened out a little bit late. He wants to sit back and make a run. The blinkers come off today. Uh, he has shown in the past he can handle turf less than firm. So I think from off the pace, if Frankie DeTore takes takes the call today, a little different style. Maybe he improves and, and has a big chance to win this. You have lucky score on the inside, post number one, coming out of the Breeders' Cup mile where he ran well. He was beaten less than three lengths. He was a one-turn horse at Woodbine in the one-turn miles and six furlong races up there. He got beat ahead on a yielding turf course in the Nearctic at Woodbine. So he'll handle a little give in the ground. And I think he'll like a six-and-a-half furlong trip. He can handle the flat based on what we saw at Woodbine. Uh, you know, if the race comes off the grass, let's say it ends up six-and-a-half on the main track, I think that helps horses like number nine, Tahoe Sunrise for Bob Baffert. You know, this horse has never been on the grass. He is by American Pharaoh, so he's bred to handle it. But you got to think maybe in the back of his mind, this race might be, uh, you know, come up a little bit light if it ends up on the main track. I would think he would move up a little bit. But for me, I, I think the horse to improve in this spot today would be I'm a gambler as long as it stays on the turf. And, John, uh, your trainer, he can do no wrong there, Mark Glatt. He won three on opening day and another one yesterday. He's atop the standings with four wins in just two racing days. So uh, Mark Glatt, I think, does a terrific job, and he's off to a great start. So uh, you've you, you got no problem with the barn there, John. The guy's red hot. He's four for seven at the meet, and every one he's run has been live so far. Well, let's go ahead and uh, get a radio play from you and, and your Lindo report available every day at the South Point, along with all of our handicappers online at todaysracingdigest.com. And, John, you were absolutely red hot uh, last week. In fact, we were on the air, and you gave out Hammerstein, and it was a race that was coming up in a few minutes. You got the money there at 1540 and then the first race of the meet, Big O from Fresno at 10:20. So, a, a great day for you last weekend, John. And uh, where do you want to go for your radio play? You're going to stay in Southern California, or are you going to go to Gulfstream? What are you going to do? You know, I, I did Linda reports for Santa Anita and Gulfstream. I'll give one from each track, just depending on on the situation today at Santa Anita. At Santa Anita first, race number eight, number three, get the gold. I thought really finished well last time to run second, moving to the grass. He's the horse that Abel Cedillo was on when they got knocked down out of the gate at Del Mar, and Abel Cedillo got knocked cold. Uh, he rebounded from that. He has trained well out of that good effort last time. I think he's sitting on a win, and if the race comes off the grass, I think he'll handle dirt. So 7-2 on the morning line, number three, get the gold race eight at Santa Anita. And because I did a little report at Gulfstream Park today, let's, let's go to the ninth race, the St. Augustina Stakes. Number two, Saratoga Flash, a horse that runs very well fresh, he won his only start on the Tapita, which is the service this race will be run on. I think he falls in a great trip just behind the speed of Volcanic. 
And at eight to one on the morning line from a good post, he's got value number two, Saratoga Flash, race number nine today at Gulfstream Park. Bob, I know you had six winners on the on the opening day card at Santa Anita, but because of the you know, the, the influx situation in Santa Anita, you did not put out a sheet today. So I don't. Uh, you did give out winners. You got a radio winner. You had been a little cold on there, but you got home. Uh, <laughs> Beef, Beef Winslow, who was nine to two leaving the gate and five to two at the wire opening day. And then Speedboat Beach, when you covered the Malibu for us, so you hit the ground running there. Uh, what, is, what are your plans for the, your, your sheet this weekend? Yeah, I took off today just because I didn't know what was going to happen. And, and John, I just got I've, at the point in my life where I just don't want to handicap cards that aren't going to that aren't going to be run, or if they're going to all come off the turf. So I passed today. My sheet will be available tomorrow and for Monday's holiday card. So that's uh, New Year's Day racing on monday and i uh just wanted to touch on one other thing john before we bring in a a a good good person and a good friend of ours uh in just one second but the retirement of warden jerry and and john you know this horse has a very sentimental place to me Uh, i call him my most valuable horse because he keyed to what was my biggest gambling score in my career when kurt hoover and i had the only pick six ticket, and uh, I do remember some details about that, John. November 6, 2016, and the payoff was $135,548, and Warden Jerry was our 12-to-1 single in the last leg. But he's going to be retired because he's a 10-year-old, and as of January 1st, he can no longer run in California. He's coming off of two straight wins, and he was entered to run again last weekend, the ownership scratched him because they did not want to take a chance from for an out-of-state trainer to claim him. And, John, I, I think he might have been claimed because you can still run 11-year-olds in a lot of parts of the country, just not here in California. So uh, we say goodbye to, to Warden Jerry, but, uh, John, he certainly is a, a horse I'm always going to remember. Well, these old geldings, I, I be, that's how I became a fan of racing. You got to see these horses compete a lot. And when they try hard like that, they're an absolute joy. And like I said, I know there's a there's a stall space at the house of Monrovia for for Ward and Jerry <laughs> if he needs it. But uh, you know that the Williams, as the breeders, will do right by him. They'll take good care of him. And uh, just it's sad that that's the reason he has to stop racing, not because he can't do it anymore, but, but because somebody says in January one you turn a different age and you're not allowed to run anymore. But that's that's the rules that we're playing by as we stand. Well, John, we're uh, a sad day for us on the show because our good friend and our engineer and our board op, Leilani Mabri, who has been with us for, geez, it's got to be at least a decade now. This is her final show with us, and and she'll be leaving KLAA. So, Leilani, can you uh, jump on board here for a second? We just want to say thank you so much for the job that you've done, uh, completely professional week in and week out. Every time we've had a problem, you've fixed it. Uh, every time we've been in a bad mood, you've been in a good mood. So, Leilani, thank you. You have made our show so much better, and we really appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much. I truly appreciate the words, guys. Um, it has been, it's been a little over a decade, actually, Bob, 11 years since I've started um, at AMA 30. You know, it was with Jay first, and then um, – you guys as handicappers, and then you guys took over uh, a couple of years ago, and it's been wonderful uh, to have been engineering and working with you guys. And like I told the earlier show, like these, this friendship, this connection goes beyond 
this radio station and I'm completely grateful, totally grateful and thankful that I was able to make this connection and friendship with you and John. John, you want to say Bob, goodbye you know to Eli? I watch. I want to tell you that now our production, our engineering, our IT department, everybody took a big hit with this announcement. So, uh, you know, I, I wish you luck. And every time I see the Raiders win a game, I'll be thinking about you. Don't be a stranger. Come out to the racetrack. We'll bring you on out. And if you've got some time, we'll, we'll spend the day of the races together. You know, I was just telling Jake, I am definitely going to have more time on my hands on the weekends, and I am definitely going to take you, finally take you up on that offer after Good. 11 years. Um, <laughs> I will be in touch. I have both your guys' numbers and emails, and I plan on going down to Del Mar and Santa Anita and, you know, finally going to a race and enjoying it with you guys. Well, we love you, Leilani, and thank you for all you've done for us. Thank you. I appreciate you guys so much, more than you'll know. Okay, thank you. Let's take our – we're way late on the break, John. When we come back, Bob Mazursky and Bruce Finkelstein in our next segment. You are listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM830 KLAA and on the Angels radio app. Take a cup of kindness yet for the sake of old Angels Radio, AM 830. Fans, world-class racing is underway at spectacular Santa Anita, so come join the fun as we move into the new year. First post time Saturday, Sunday, and Monday is at 12 noon, with admission gates opening at 10 a.m. Ring in the new year with us on Monday, and you can enjoy great racing along with $1 beers and sodas, as well as $2 hot dogs. Horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum. If no one selects six winners, there is a carryover to the next racing day. Additionally, our popular all-turf pick three is back with a $3 minimum showcasing the final three turf races each day. And check out our new $1 minimum trifectas and rolling pick threes with bigger payouts the order of the day. Bring the kids. Our infield winter family fun zone is back this weekend. And don't forget to join the party on Fridays with free parking and admission, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. First post time is at 12 noon. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Voices sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. 
Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Yesterday, now's the time for us to say Happy New Year, Happy New Year. Welcome back Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And uh, John, we, we did mention the Cowbred of the Week, but uh, just real quick on Daddy's Ruby and what this horse has accomplished so far. Right, Daddy's Ruby was the winner of the Grade One three hundred thousand dollars La Brea Stakes. She is by Frack Daddy out of the U and I mare. You, the prize, and I was bred by Jet Horse LLC and is owned by Barbara Wachtel and Jet Horse LLC, trained by Peter Miller. She picked up one hundred eighty thousand dollars for that win, and her career earnings over three hundred fifty-two thousand dollars. An honorable mention to Big Pond. We mentioned those two basically hit the wire together. So uh, two cowbreds running huge in a grade one race. Uh, John, uh, the bonus money for cowbreds, the incentive program, will continue to be paid up at Golden Gate throughout this meet. So that's important to note. And uh, also, John, people have one more day to get their cowbreds registered. Uh, Give us some details on that through the CTBA. Right, full of 2022, you can register your Calbreds as Calbred by end of the day tomorrow, December 31, $125 for CTBA members and $250 for non-CTBA members. And, Bob, I just got an important text that everybody that wants to play Santa Anita today. Uh, from Nate Newby at Santa Anita, he tells me racing is on, so we will run today. He said rain is clearing soon, still evaluating the turf course and should have a decision on the turf racing soon, but they are planning to run today at Santa Anita. Okay, that's good news. Let's bring in Bob Mazursky from todaysracingdigest.com. Bob is the regular handicapper for the Southern California Newspaper Group. Good morning, Bob. How are you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? Well, we're doing great. Wanted you to look at the Frankel, which is race three, and, uh, you know, scheduled for turf. This is one they would surely want to keep on the turf course today. Grade three status with a six-horse field. So uh, why don't you go ahead and take a quick look at that one, Bob? 
Yeah, I mean, we could have a field of five because Luminiferous has entered back on the Lady of Shamrock tomorrow, so who knows if she'll run or not. But I like the outside horse, your one there. I thought she ran very well last time at Del Mar behind Dolce Zell, who I think would be favored in this race as well. And she won over this turf course before. Riskfully rides her back, and he's off to a good start at the meet. So I, I prefer her. Oakhurst has not run well on this turf course, so that's a little bit concerning to me. And Lakota Spirit is sharp, and I think she's the one I fear most as another inside horse. Uh, Lakota spirit. John Lindo, I know you wanted to get a pick from Bob. Yeah, Bob, I want to get a radio play from you. We, we, we get you off to a good start here at Santa Anita today. All right, I'm going to go to the last race. I like number eight, Ferociously. I just think this horse has been out of his element the last two. He's been a little tough. I think this is where he fits. He won big over this track during the autumn meet when he ran against similar type company. So number eight, Ferociously, in race nine. Six to one on the morning line. That'll work, Bob. Uh, we'll spend more time next week and have a very happy new year. And uh, let's let's end 2023 the right way, Bob. That's right. You, same to you guys. Happy new year to you both and to everybody listening. All right. Take care, Bob. Uh, let's care. bring in Bruce Finkelstein now from Bet on. We don't have Bruce yet. Uh, John, I just uh, while we're waiting on Bruce, how about Lafitte Pinkai being out there yesterday celebrating his 77th birthday? They did a nice little winter circle presentation for him. Uh, the cake was there. Lafitte probably had maybe, you know, a half a slice now. You know, he still looks like he could get on a horse and ride. I know he's, I know he's your favorite. You consider him the greatest of all time. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I got a chance to watch him ride a lot of our horses through the years, and nobody tried any harder, more consistently and Lafitte Pinkai Jr., so strong in the saddle. Great to see them honor him with a, a, a birthday greeting. But more important, Bob, I would love to see Lafitte's name on a stakes race at Santa Anita. He was the all-time leading rider when he retired. Uh, he deserves to be recognized along with the Shoemaker Mile, the ADD, uh, things like that. We need a Lafitte Pinkai stakes race. Absolutely. Now we have Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Bob. Uh, good morning, John. How's it going, guys? We're doing well, and uh, we want to, first of all, get up to Golden Gate because we've got the Golden Hour races, the pick four and the double, and I know that's something you get involved with. You gave us a nice winner in the La Brea last week with Daddy's Ruby at 1420. So uh, let's start up north, Bruce. Let's do a lead-in. Let's do a little teaser, a lead-in to the Golden Hour. You could also play your own late pick three or pick four at Golden Gate. I like a horse in the sixth race, and I think there's a missing trouble line. Check out the bottom horse in here, the eight in race six. Don't tell Heidi. Uh, it just, uh, the, the remarks on the right-hand side, the notes, chased no rally. Big omission, guys. This horse broke terrible, broke very slowly, and it's significant because she's an up-close slash front-running type. She was away dead last. She tried to work out a trip. The rider really didn't uh, panic. He didn't send her along. She made an okay move on the turn, but she was out of her element, way behind horses that day. I'm going to draw a line through that race, and look at all of her previous races. She's a hard-knocking sort. She's dropping from starter allowance races in against open claimers. This is kind of an easier race than the starter races. She gets a hustling rider in Evan Roman. He might be the most aggressive rider in Northern California. She gets out of the gate in one piece today. She can make the lead when there's really not a whole lot of other speed in here. So let's go with the omitted trouble line. Race six, the eight, don't tell Heidi at four to one on the morning line. 
and John Lindo. Yeah, we need to get a Santa Anita pick from Bruce as well, or unless you want to do something at a track outside of California, wherever you want to go. Well, let's let's stay with Santa Anita. I'm going to do a boring little bankroll builder in race two. I know a lot of the public is going to look at this race and and maybe look elsewhere, but I think there's just a solid five to two shot for uh, Hall of Fame trainer Ron McAnally, the bottom horse, the six, the Giants candy. Uh, he came off a five and a half month layoff. Took a bobble at the start and then rushed up inside. Now, these fractions, guys, don't look particularly fast. 22-145-2. and two. If you go back, that was closing day at Del Mar. The track was a little dull that day. By far the fastest half mile of four sprints. None of the other races broke 46 seconds for the half mile. So this horse got into it with two others, 50 Cinco and Memes. And you go back to watch the video these three separated by about a good half dozen lengths. They ran each other into the ground. So it was kind of a better-than-looked effort, considering how fast the pace was for the Giants' candy. He's second off the layoff today with a better start and an outside box. I think he can clear this group and wave bye-bye to the field. So race two for the venerable uh, Ron McAnally, number six, the Giants' candy, listed at 5-2 to two on the morning line. And tell us what you have available today at betonbruce.com. So we added a little wrinkle today because I wasn't sure what was going to go on at Santa Anita. We have uh, fairgrounds, late races, uh, a full card at Santa Anita with late races at Gulfstream, also a pick for Golden Gate, and also the best bets at Santa Anita. Audio for Santa Anita also included. Lots of good racing around the country today. Check us out at betonbruce.com. Thank you, Bruce. Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you again next week. Happy New Year, guys. All right, let's take our time out here. And when we come back, John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets, Toby Callett from tobycallett.com. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA and on the Angels radio app. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800 or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. 
the rags and sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the rags and sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Dear racing fans, your friends at Los Alamitos Racecourse thank you, the wonderful Thoroughbred LA listeners, for your continued support and wish you the happiest of holiday seasons. We can't wait to ring in the new year with the best of quarter horse racing. Los Alamitos' opening weekend is here with great racing action every Saturday and Sunday night. Plus, our popular $10,000 Pick 6 promo returns this winter. We'll add 10000 to the Pick 6 pool on Sunday nights if there's not a carryover. And our first grade one stakes race of the year is just around the corner. The Charger Bar Handicap on Sunday, January 7th. The top mares in the nation will be in action, led by First Shining Star as she looks to defend her Charger Bar crown. Plus multiple stakes winners, Sir Lady Moon and Patty Saint, and many other top mares. And as always, enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. Ring in the new year with great racing always at Los Alamitos. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hey, John, good news for Orange County residents. Uh, the OC Tavern will be reopening. Yeah, that's down in San Clemente. It, it, it shut down their satellite wagering for a while, but uh, this coming Friday, January 5th, will be the reopening of the OC Tavern Satellite Wagering Facility. That's at 2369 South El Camino Real Road in San Clemente, right off the 5 Freeway there. A great option for the folks around the San Clemente area. Well, let's bring in John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets. Good morning, John. Good morning, uh, Bob. Good morning, John. How are you guys doing? We're doing well, and uh, kind of like Ward and Jerry, you've got an old-timer named Greeley and Ben who makes his final start in New York in the Graves and uh, because he's not eligible to run next year. Well, not at 10 and not in New York. And uh, personally, I think it's a ridiculous rule because uh, people that are around horses and know horses, if you're 10 years old and you're still running, chances are you're probably pretty sound and uh, you enjoy what you're doing. So to... Uh, Put a restriction on a horses that turn 10, I think, is silly. If a horse could do it and he enjoys doing it, why make him uh, retire? But I guess that's the way it goes. Well, you've got a $90,000 pick six carryover today at Aqueduct. And, uh, John, I know you wanted to get the first of uh, two picks from Mr. Hardoon. Right. I understand the, tur- uh, the main track is muddy today at Aqueduct, but let's get a play from Aqueduct, and uh, we'll be looking at that pick six today. Okay, let's look at the eighth race and give everybody a pick-stick single here. And I like the number seven horse in this race, Agility. This is a four-year-old gelding from the Fernando Abreu barn. 
Ryder Switch today to Manny Franco. He's listed at four to one on the morning line. He's coming off of a freshening, but he's been gelded since his last race. He likes moisture in the track. He likes aqueduct. Number seven, agility, four to one on the morning line is a pick six single in today's eighth race at an aqueduct. And, John, uh, we get greedy with you. We like to get a second pick from you. I know you've done picks from all over the country. Where do you want to go for your second radio play? Well, let's look at Gulfstream, and let's look at race number 10. This is the Harlan's Holiday. It's a grade three stake, and it's a prep for the Pegasus. Uh, horses that have run in this race in the past have used this race as a race going into the Pegasus, which is the big one at Gulfstream. Anyway, 10th race today. I like the number nine horse in here. Gasoline. Uh, this is a four-year-old gelding from the Todd Pletcher barn. Ryder switch today to Irad Ortiz. This horse is in top form now. He ran a huge figure two and three starts back. He reacted last time out. He's got some time from that race. Number nine, Gasoline, nine to two on the morning line, wins today's 10th race, the Harlan's Holiday out at Gulfstream Park. And tell us, John, what do you have available today on the website? Full menu. We got Aqueduct. We have Oakland. We have Santa Anita, and we have Gulfstream. At johnhardoon.com, and uh, get John's stuff there. He's doing the work, closing out 23, John, and uh, here's to a prosperous and happy 2024. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and be well. And yes, I echo your sentiments regarding Lilani. We will certainly miss her. Uh, you know, we had her on Sunday with Mike on Mike's show, and uh, she's just done a terrific job over the years, and uh, she will be sorely missed. We will miss her, but Jake's going to step right in and uh, keep doing yeah. the great jobs. No <laughs> doubt about it. Thank you, John. Okay, guys. Stay safe and be well. Thank you. All right, let's bring in Toby Callett from tobycallett.com, and his selections are also available at todaysracingdigest.com. Good morning, Toby. How are you? I'm okay, Bob. How about you? We're doing well. I saw the conditions are good and good. Uh, is that correct down at Gulfstream today? Yes. It's, well, it's, it's the uh, uh, the main track, I, I think, is, is, is in the, moved up to uh, – they say good, but uh, it, it's pretty well dried out, I would think. Uh, of course, uh, the turf, the, the second is off the turf. The fourth is off the turf. Starting with race seven, the turf will be considered good. And, of course, the petter is always the petter. So uh, there's enough left on this card that uh, I think we can do some damage. Sadly, we lost the second and fourth uh, off of my key plays. and uh, But we'll keep on trucking. Well, we wanted you to preview the Harlan's Holiday. Uh, Hardoon jumped in there with a selection, so uh, feel free to confirm or give him a thumbs down on gasoline in the Harlan's Holiday. Well, you know what? This race, to me, uh, looks like there's, uh, there's plenty of octane to, to, fuel the to, uh, to fuel the gasoline, so to speak. There's, um, uh, there's two horses in here trained by Todd Fletcher, Two trained by Sappy Joseph. I think Pletcher looks to duke it out here with the three grand Aspen and the nine the aforementioned gasoline. I think they'll they'll battle it out for top honors. The two uh, New York Traffic and, uh, and the six O'Connor would be the ones to uh, to look for the minor awards. But I think Todd Pletcher holds the strongest hand in here with the three grand Aspen and the nine gasoline. John Lindo, I know you wanted to get a, a pick from Toby. 
Yeah, Toby, the back half of this card is good. You've, you've got a number of stakes races. You'll be on the, the turf the second half of the card. How about a radio play somewhere else on Gulfstream's card today? Okay, I'm going to take you to the fifth race because, again, uh, you, need, uh, you, you need a little, uh, little activity here to, to build up the bankroll for what's forthcoming later. And, again, it looks like it's a, it's a pair. Uh, in the fifth race today, I think uh, Daddy Bill Mott, uh, the aforementioned Belmont, as you were speaking of him earlier in the show, with the six nostalgic, holds the, the strongest hand. But don't overlook his son's horse. His son Riley trains the two unify. So I think the Mott, 6-2. And then look at, again, Sappy Joseph with a pair to uh, duke it out there for the minor awards, the four in Monroe and the, uh, the five Rosie's Halo. I'm 6-2-4-5 to get live for more bankroll in today's fifth at Gulfstream Park. Well, go to tobycallett.com, get all the information there, Toby. Uh, have a great new year, and we'll uh, start it again next Saturday. Sounds good. I'll speak to you guys next year. Okay, that was Toby Callett. Let's take our final time out. When we come back, Michael Rona from Los Alamitos, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM830, KLAA, and on the Angels radio app. One minute to go. One minute to say goodbye before we say hello. Let's start the new year right. 12 o'clock. Angels Radio. AM 830. Fans, world-class racing is underway at spectacular Santa Anita. So come join the fun as we move into the new year. First post time Saturday, Sunday, and Monday is at 12 noon with admission gates opening at 10 a.m. Ring in the new year with us on Monday and you can enjoy great racing along with $1 beers and sodas as well as $2 hot dogs. Horse players, check out our new wagering menu that includes the traditional pick six with a $1 minimum. If no one selects six winners, there is a carryover to the next racing day. Additionally, our popular all-turf pick three is back with a $3 minimum showcasing the final three turf races each day. And check out our new $1 minimum trifectas and rolling pick threes with bigger payouts the order of the day. Bring the kids. Our infield winter family fun zone is back this weekend. And don't forget to join the party on Fridays with free parking and admission, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. First post time is at 12 noon. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated, luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide-open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. 
Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back. Final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike and John Lindo. And uh, John, I just need to share uh, some a, a word about the Derby Room because I was out there for opening day of Santa Anita. And I got to tell you, the uh, Derby Club there, they take care of their some of their good good customers. John, prime rib, lobster tails, shrimp cocktail, calendars, racing forms, a Christmas basket. I mean, you talk about identifying your good players and treating them right. Uh, you will never find a better place than the Derby Room, John. It was absolutely phenomenal. And, and tell them the price of everything that you received there. Yeah, it was a big fat zero. So uh, that that was uh, just thank you to Brandon and Monica and the job they do out there is just absolutely second to none. So needed to acknowledge them and and uh, encourage everybody, if you can't get out to live racing, get out to the Derby Room at Fairplex. You will have a great experience. Let's bring in Michael Rona now from Los Alamitos. Michael, Happy New Year and uh, good opening night to you, my friend. Uh, you guys had a little respite, and now you guys start your new season tonight. Good morning. Yes, indeed. Good morning to you, Bob, and Happy New Year to everybody. Yes, with uh, the break last weekend, we come in fresh and firing on all cylinders for a nine-race card that opens up the new season. It doesn't perfectly align with the calendar year, but goes extremely close. Uh, we had uh, the uh, Southern California Derby to close out uh, the season two weeks ago. The Owner-Trainer Jockey Awards each year are based on the standings so that is clear cut and 
not subjective. Jose Flores uh, just scraped in ahead of Heath Taylor and Monte Rosa, and that will give Jose his second consecutive training title in the quarter horse ranks, and his go-to rider, Cruz Mendes, will be the champion quarter horse jockey of 2023. Now, the voting committee is convening this afternoon to determine some of the other prestigious awards for humans and all of the awards for the champion horses in different categories of 2023. The winners will be announced at a lavish banquet in late January. Well, Michael, you guys started off tonight with the two-year-olds in the Hollywood Handicap and uh, regular Saturday-Sunday racing throughout the year. So uh, give us a quick look at what we can expect tonight. Oh, it's a fabulous stakes race to close out proceedings tonight, Bob. The Holiday Handicap, 350 yards for two-year-olds. It's a field of nine. There is one 30-to-1 shot that could probably be eliminated quite safely. But I tell you what, you can make a case for eight of the other nine horses. Ed Berger has the morning line favourite pegged at 3-to-1 from the outside post. Number nine, Relentless Coronado, coming off a midfield finish in the Golden State Million Futurity. Second pick at 7-2, drawn next door is number eight, Expensive, who won a trial to the 2 million futurity, but not in fast enough time to get into the field for the final. Uh, but he's very talented, trained by Jose Flores. There's an interesting newcomer coming up with gate one for Monte Rosa called Papa's Fame at 6-1, to one, who's won six from seven in Wyoming, including a $200,000 futurity there. First start for Arosa with his Ayala in the iron. So he brings plenty of intrigue. And uh, as mentioned, you could make a case for most of the others. So you might have to spread heading into the final race tonight. And to that end, I'm hoping I can help out with a single a couple of races earlier. All right, but John Lindo wants to get some uh, some info from you. Go ahead, John. Well, before I get the post tennis from you tonight, uh, I want to make sure everybody knows, Michael, we have a lot of good handicappers on this show. I think the guys are, are showing easily a flatbed profit for the year, but nobody's been better than you week in and week out. I think you're over 50% on the every Saturday show. Unbelievable. So congratulations for that. So with that in mind, I'm going to ask you for the post times and obviously a radio pick. Well, thank you kindly. I appreciate that, John. Uh, happy to help out where I can. Six o'clock for the first of nine tonight. The seventh race is a two-year-old filly maiden at 300 yards. And uh, number four, Sasparilla, the second pick on the morning line at 5-2, appeals to me strongly. Coming off a last start second behind Cheetah, uh, who was a pick on this show, and by the way, is in the last race tomorrow night at 5-2 in an allowance field. And third home in that race was Freddie, who was the 6-1 to winner that we picked a couple of weeks ago. He came back to win. So it's a strong form line. The Sasparilla, who lugged in through the second half of the contest, gets blinkers first time. I think that's key, and can get her into the winner's circle, race seven, number four. All right, Michael, uh, that should wrap it up for us and uh, continue on doing this great job. As John said, you've given us a ton of winners this year, and uh, we're going to expect more of the same, Michael, throughout 2024. <laughs> rest assured, there'll be no resting on the laurel. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll keep diligently uh, chipping away on your behalf. Very good. Happy New Year to you and Kathy and uh, Michael. We will talk again next week. Thank you, gentlemen. Hooroo. 
Well, John, uh, it's been a, a good year, and we're hoping for more of the same in 2024. And uh, we're going to stay positive here, John, and, and keep doing the work and hope for great results. Absolutely. And, Bob, you know what? I forgot earlier to give out the number at the South Point. Obviously, New Year's Eve tomorrow, they'll be a little busy out there. Uh, bowl season going on. You've got the football playoffs coming up. If you're looking to get out to Las Vegas, give Steve Johnson a call at the South Point, 866 866- 780-7223. Ask him how you can get the horse players rate at the South Point. Mike Wilman's here tomorrow from 8 to 10. Stay tuned for Andy Harris, the SoCal Restaurant Show. So long, Leilani. We'll miss you. The best of luck in all your future endeavors. And we wish you luck at the race. It's day 12 post at Santa Anita. Good luck, everybody. Unless he has something to say.